Welcome back to the Make Money Making Videos podcast. What's some advice to creators starting out with minimal equipment? For me, it's fucking find your friend who has a camera. Noah, you taught me what about Aperture. You taught me yeah. about all this stuff that I, I didn't have a camera, guys, but I am a super uh, motivated, active dude. So what I would do for the entire first maybe 30 bookings is I was the kind of business guy. I would get us the booking and Noah was the actual dude who knew how to film and stuff who would be teaching me how to actually film. So I think we exchanged it. We, we were good partners there where, you know, neither of us kind of had the same strong suit, if you know what I mean. And we kind of both Yeah, I wasn't very good. I wasn't an amazing people person. Exactly. I was and, very confident that, you know. Yeah, very outgoing and stuff like that. Exactly. But I literally knew nothing about the camera, you know, like, like, you know, absolutely nothing. So I think we exchanged great information. I gave you good insight on how to, you know, approach people um, and how to reach out and be more proactive. And, you know, you definitely yeah. taught me about Aperture and ISO and all this stuff. And I think, you know, guys, if you don't have equipment, find somebody who does and become fucking great friends with them and exchange that information. You've got something they don't have and they got something you don't have. Even before Noah, uh, you know, I would get my mom's picture camera fucking 20, I don't know what megapixel, one megapixel probably, um, you know, who knows? And, you know, it wasn't even built for filming or anything. And, uh, you know, I'd make videos with that. Like, you know, I think, I think people cripple themselves a lot of the time by thinking they need the biggest and the baddest things. And it's like, you know, I, I, I've made, I've made a lot of money doing videos and I still shoot with what, you know, you could call an amateur camera. Yeah. You know, the Sony think, So, um, think, going back to your question, mm -hmm. my advice yeah would be probably the thing that um i realized quickly is there's not like don't expect when you're starting to see you know you can see the end goal of, okay i'm going to be filming have my own media company yeah, yeah. i'll be working for me but you you can have that goal up there but you don't there's not a clear path to get to that Nothing. and that can be off-putting because you feel like how is filming yeah. you know this crappy little coffee shop down the road going to get me there yeah, but yeah. it kind of all like unfolds and unravels and you're not meant to know the um, way it's all going to pan out because it's random. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. So don't, don't feel like you have to have plan everything out. Just yeah. do one little step, one little video. One step at a time. And then Wing that it. little Wing video it. will go to that little video and yeah. you know, it'll build up, I think. And the thing is, once you've done that, you guys are, you don't realize with project to project, but you're building a track record. I, you know, me and Noah could sit here and talk about a hundred projects that we've worked on, different ones. And, you know, likewise, if we're on a shoot talking to a client, we can have context on other jobs, et cetera, that we've, you know, we've done all this stuff, guys, the information's in your head. You're either going to use those jobs that you've done, which might seem pointless at the time as talking points to talk to your client about other stuff that you've done or to add to your track record as in showing uh you know versatility different types of videos you've done the fact that you know uh you know when we only had nightclub videos i remember it was pretty hard for us to make the case of filming other businesses and we really wanted yeah. to get out of the nightclub stuff now we've done a pretty diverse amount of stuff you've done a lot of interview stuff i've done a lot of vehicle stuff um not to mention all the other little jobs in between that we have a more rounded portfolio. So I think guys, there's going to be a future you who has different ideas and stuff than the, than the you now. So I think you want to best set that future you up by just doing as much stuff and tasting as much up front to give that future you character lots lots of context and, ref, uh, and kind of um, track record. Yeah. You know? And another, another thing is, obviously everyone listens to this is already doing it by going on yeah. Jack's channel. Yeah, but yeah. I 
everything I've ever learned about cameras um, yeah. and yeah. editing has all just been from YouTube. Yep. Like I said earlier, the starting editing. So yeah. don't feel disheartened that you don't know how camera settings work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look it up on YouTube for free in two minutes. Yeah, yeah, and and the like, stuff the stuff hits. You know what I mean? Like crazy how there's that's yeah. the thing with the internet. There's so much free information out there. It's just who's willing to actually sit there and go through Figure the process. It out. Like, you know. Oh, exactly. Dude, I, I know that first firsthand. I mean, I've, like I said, I've been doing these cold calls this week for the first time. And the process of me doing the cold call was to watch one 15-minute YouTube video where the guy who's been a cold caller for years broke down his strategy and how to, you know, tonality and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, just put a basic script together on the screen and, and went through some of the possible rejections you're going to get, etc. I watched a 14-minute YouTube video on cold calling and then cold called a bunch of people. I cold called 26 businesses now and I've got like four emails so it's like you know the percentage is pretty decent and all I did again teaching myself the process for me was to watch a 15 minute you yeah. know YouTube video with a professional again um, who would tell me the inside inside outs of of cold calling so I still I, um, use that as my method of learning I don't go to a school you know I dropped out of school when I was 17 you're, you're in film school right now but you're a little bit you were always a little bit more academically you know naturally academic th than I was I think but I mean yeah um, but going back to that, another example is, so I had a wedding booking. Yeah. I, you know, I've never shot weddings before. Yeah. And I got it through, I can't even remember, through probably just some random yeah. thing. And um, the days before the wedding, I was like freaking out. Like, oh my God, I'm going to have to, I've never filmed a wedding before. It's yeah. like a big day. What if I mess it up? Went on YouTube, how to film a wedding. Exactly. Watched about, you know, three, four videos yeah. of the different stages who professionals have been doing it for years giving yeah. tips and then i went and shot the wedding and it was absolutely fine Boom, perfect it's like, exactly it's just crazy how you can literally learn anything on the internet yeah i know and i think the main thing that people struggle with is they just don't fucking want to do it enough if you guys want to do it you'll, you'll you'll do it i think like if you're commenting how do i how do i do it you do it by doing it. Like I said, the reason me and Noah had to it's, know how to yeah, edit. It's hard. It just sounds stupid, but it's yeah. literally the only way. You do it by fucking doing it. You know, we knew how to edit. By the time, literally, this makes perfect sense to me. By the time I knew how to edit, I didn't even realize what I'd done. By the time yeah. I knew how to, I had no. It was not conscious at all. It was. I see people editing. I want to edit. Do it naturally. You didn't think about it. It wasn't like I'm studying English. Yep, been, been revising English for 40 hours now or two hours now, whatever. It wasn't like I'm revising something, like I'm revising editing. Boop, boop, boop. It was just I was interested in it. I did it a bunch and, you know, it, it was a constant thing. We would be watching Baker's Tuts. You remember Baker's Tuts? Yeah. Boom. Ba that, that, oh, we remember the name. Yeah. Baker's, he's probably still doing it to this day, man. He he was the original. It's Jack Cole. Baker's Tuts was the original video production help um, on YouTube, and uh, that's the reality help, of the situation. Yeah. Editing help, exactly. The editing help, teaching you how to uh, how to do effects, teaching you about you know masking was a big deal. Then all sorts. We used to edit solely in After Effects. That's the kind of world we come from. Um, yeah. We used to do. I remember when, when you had a conversation with me one day. You said, "Jack, we've been doing it all wrong. We've been using After Effects like it's a video editor. After Effects is actually just for for effects." I said, yeah. "Holy shit, dude! We don't have to do the stairway to heaven anymore." And oh. Noah got me to switch to Premiere about two years. I mean, it ago. took it took me a while to get you to switch because when yeah, I, I switched, it was, you know, it's like you're riding a skateboard for ten years and then you go to scooter. It, it's like horrible at, exactly. at first, but um, the switch was definitely needed. Then you start seeing the things, and then we found some cheat codes like the automate to sequence for doing the club videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that. The automate to sequence worked so well because with the club video, 
because it was just montage sequence mm. there wasn't really storyline yeah so you could just randomize the order they were in dj shot girl yeah. uh dancing you know but you could just randomize it so we just like cheat coded it to yeah. make it so quick to edit yep and we found this uh this kind of fast forward method which uh Peter McKinnon made a video about it that Noah sent to me. It was uh, how to edit your videos way quicker or some something like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and it was a two-minute video. Blown when I saw that. And we watched it, and it showed how you could play a song and just press M to add a marker on all the beats and then highlight all your clips and then go to edit, automate to sequence, and at unnumbered markers. And it would just put your, all your clips in there, chop to the beat, and essentially edit the whole thing for you, and then obviously you know you wouldn't wouldn't have naturally put all the clips where they where they where they end up because it's automated. So then you just swap everything out. You put the ones that are, you know are better at the beginning, at the beginning, whatever, and the ones that don't make sense or whatever the case may be. And maybe you tighten up the the M's because you didn't press them exactly on the beat, whatever. Like small technicality like that, but it, it cut our editing process in half. Like it fully cut our editing process. And in don't half. get me wrong, you wouldn't do this for like a project that you really yeah. care about this was by the time we'd done like you know 30 plus 50, events yeah and yeah. we just thought uh this what you know it's not a huge event we don't we're trying to get through it we're trying to get through it yeah because and we wanted you know. to find a quick way to get through it <laughs>